We are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey. I'm Jordan. And this is the Corey and Full Effect Podcast, and we are back. Like we never left. We are back like we never left. Episode 27? Question mark. It should be 27. It's episode 27 of the n- number, the, uh, the, norm, the normal episode series. <laughs> episode 27, yeah, exclamation seven. point. Look at <laughs> We will number it right, whether or not this is actually episode 27. It's just, this is even, this odd number episode. We're doing errors. We did 25, 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's episode 27. This is not the 27th episode. Whatever. Y'all know, for those of y'all been listening, shout out to everybody who's listening to all of these episodes. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And for all of you who haven't. That's bullshit! Okay. <laughs> all righty. All right. Did you, did you? Yep. Before we get into the errors, for our first time listeners, we talk about health and wealth or finances and, and fitness or whatever you want to call it. And we try to make sure we save more and say less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. We took a month off, so that was <laughs> definitely not how we do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like synergy is a little different, but all, it's okay. Also, yeah. too, yeah, so the time time went back, so we're recording. This is probably this is the second latest thing we ever record, but, you know, suddenly four, y'all know the sun go down, as you know, what is hey, it, uh, your, uh, what's, what's your ceridian clock? It's all off. <laughs> he said a word I don't know, y'all. I didn't. I don't know nothing about Ceridia. I could be wrong, <laughs> but it's ain't your that a Pokemon inter- town with a gym? Le- is, no, Ceridia. No, is that not the same thing? You're making me go back All in right, my brain. Don't, don't I know what you're look. talking about. I, uh, yeah, that's Ceridia. Ceridian. That's Ceridia. I was about to say, Ceridia. Look, he's going. You're making me go in my brain. No, no, yeah. So you know, it's whatever your internal clock is. Regardless, okay. Did you get any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanya. All right. Did you get any feedback? <laughs> uh, I got a little feedback from an an, an anonymous uh, female listener, and it was it was on one of our podcast file episodes. Uh, Good. They, Good. They, <laughs> they were locked in. They liked the episode. They just thought, "Well, I'll, I'll clean up in the air section." Oh, okay, we got clean up in the air section. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? And that's it's next. A, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's I was like, go ahead. You're all right. All right. So I got some errors this time, y'all. I mean. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how I was going to approach this all day. It don't, it don't even matter. Look, so for the podcast files episode two, which is technically the episode before last, I think on terms of our release schedule. Um, we yeah, were, two episodes ago. Correct. So we were talking about uh, one of the tweets was talking about whether your your uh, your, your lady should fix a, fix her man a plate, and I, I think one of our not one I think our views. I mean, I don't know how because it sounds very respectful to me, but it sounds—I guess it came off a little misogynistic to some of our listeners. And I mean, I'm gonna just say this: our podcast show. If you don't like it, don't <laughs> listen. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But we—I mean, genuinely, we 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 said how we felt about the about the about the tweet. Um, let me read what I actually wrote down here and make sure I capture all my points here. Oh yeah, so okay, yeah, back exactly what I was saying. So our, our podcast is opinionated, uh, <laughs> so we can say what the heck we want. Um, but we just want to make sure that it was not purely interpreted as misogynistic. Uh, the plate, the fixing of a plate is a tradition, right? It's is it a, it was a, it was brought up in the tweet and we responded accordingly, right? It's not something where we were just like, you know, all women should be fixing men's plates everywhere. Like it's a thing that's 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 been you know been around prior to us talking about it, right? So it's not like we're just like, again, I think even in the podcast, I was like, it's not indentured servitude, right? I think that was like one of the first things I said, like, I didn't want y'all to, to, to I didn't want our listeners, I don't want to say y'all, I don't want <laughs> listeners to take it as if we're, we're just stepping on, on women's necks like they need to be, you know, fixing plates we're all the time. We're not stepping on women's necks. Use okay. a different metaphor. Look, it, Jesus Christ. I'm just <laughs> stepping on women's necks. That's it. That's that violent. That's like, violent. I mean, what you mean? <laughs> stepping on women's necks. It's, I'm too I, short to step on somebody's necks. The key word is not hey, before it. Is I'm that not a good... You don't even put, you know, okay. put it in the... Don't all put right. it in the air. Or say I'm not doing a good job with cleaning it up. <laughs> well, th- this is all already right. a, okay, maybe we spoke, you know, well, you know. I, nah, but did you read the rest of the statement? I said y'all be in y'all bag. I said be an adult and be able to have a conversation with contrasting opinions without labeling the other side. That's I mean that's how I feel about it, right? Like we we said what we said about the the tweet. You know what I'm saying? Is I I didn't think it was misogynistic. I'm, I, I, let me put it this way: I apologize if you felt that way. But that's, uh, I'm not apologizing. Did your wife say this? Nah, I didn't think so. No, let's be. Nah, this is your error section. Yeah. So okay, that was my first error. That's that's pretty much it. I'll ask you when we're done recording. And, and I'm not gonna answer. That's why I didn't. That, you I purposefully didn't. Yeah, anyways, you're not gonna but tell that, me at all. No. Nope. Anyways, what? <laughs> second error. We're cleaning up, sir. <laughs> um, 
oh, this one's a small one. We were referring to different styles of dining in that same so same episode, podcast files episode two. Um, one of the styles of dining we were talking about um, when dishes are passed around. Uh, it's re- it's formally referred to as family style dining. I think we we were trying to figure out the name. Um, when we were talking we're about talking about what when we were talking about. We were talking about different styles of that. You were uh, okay, used okay, to yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. the dishes being passed left and right. But that's where so family style dining is technically when everybody's seated at the table and all the, the food is present at the table as well as the plates. Uh, okay. And people pass the the dishes to the left or to the right. Uh, so the, okay, okay. the formal terminology for that is family family style dining. That's a small one. Last uh, area to clean up uh, again. Also podcast files episode two. I said I'm broke because I couldn't afford a Birkin bag, and I'm not going to speak that into my into existence <laughs> in my life. Okay, I just I'm I, I just don't believe in buying dumb stuff. So. I refuse to 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 accept that. And I'm speaking prosperity in my life. I'm successful and I'm going. You know, I'm have a lot of money and all that good stuff. Okay, I'm not broke, but that's that's yeah, that's my last year. All right, I'm that's good. That's it. All right, so for this one, did they say we both sounded like that? You said what for the for the first one? They said we both sounded misogynistic. Yeah, it was ju- was general, it me? The general tone. That's what that was. Oh, you said you're not going to tell me off air who said it? Yeah. What? It's 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 protection of the listeners, bro. We want them to keep listening. I'm not gonna attack them. Hey, I don't know, man. I'll you talk to you when we're, when, I press, when we're done pressing the record button because you know I'm about. To, I'm a guest till I see it on your face. You try. All right, let me. Since this is the opposite directing me too, I'm not gonna apologize like Jordan did. It, first, I, what did we say? It's not my turn. Go ahead. Well, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's, I was gonna your, say I, my apology was very well structured. I said I apologize if yeah. you felt that you know it was it was misogynistic but that was not the initial interpretation yeah also too you can say misogyny if you want it was a this is why we played the recording it was a woman's point of view so i mean a woman it's different i'll give it to you if a man made the statement we respond to a woman saying that she would fix her man to play and we really just echoed her what she said did we not i'm talking on the tweet yeah 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 so i guess i mean i guess women can be misogynistic too but it's like i mean that's why we played the recording but you know Jordan's protecting her. If like, I, you know, he's narrowed down the list of who it could be. <laughs> All right, and then uh, okay. Uh, also, too, for my errors, I don't even know if I said these already, so I'm just gonna say them, and then I'll make sure I delete them. So I kept saying, "Oh yeah, Delta difference." That's redundant. Delta means the difference. I just say that due to alliteration, all this other crap to be going on in my head. My bad. Then I said, um, I said, "Y'all be saying Delta, and y'all think I'll be talking about flights?" <laughs> so that's why I say difference. Just. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what Delta is, it's the little, it's just like a A type of weird Greek symbol. It's a, tri- it's a, it's a, it's a triangle. triangle. Yeah, yeah, and that means the difference. But then for those of you who don't know what it means, I say difference, like, you know, to define it. But then I say Delta difference, which is redundant. I said, I think y'all think I'd be talking about flights when I say Delta. <laughs> then I said I put, uh, not I, but I said I put 30% down. I meant 30K. That was probably me talking about mortgages. Oh, then do more advertising. Yes. Finally, fit die live. Give Jordan and his wife money, fitness and home training. Sideline Adventures. Oh, yeah. uh, check out Corey for his financial services. Yeah. All right. Click it, the link on his social media page, his it's Instagram. On okay. the link tree. Yep, yep, yep. All right. We like I said, we ain't done this in a month, so we'll do it better for episode twenty-eight. <laughs> All right. I was say that was rusty. All right, we good. Whoever you are, Jordan has pissed me off. You already know I'm mad. He know I'm mad too. <laughs> He's been mad all episode. Yeah, I remember the gorilla will be done. Just might even record another one. This will be the last episode. All right. I mean, you know. All right. So, uh, yep. Locked and loaded. Do you have anything else? No. Let's get right. to it. On to the fitness section. Let's go. I'm just gonna do deductive yeah. reasoning. Okay. I, already, I already guessed your wife, so I mean, it's it's, it's not a long, it's not a hundred people. Hey man, I ain't even talking about that anymore. Corey, yo, if y'all for our YouTube watchers, Corey gets a drink of water every time I power up. I think it's his uncomfortable, it's his uncomfortable reaction <laughs> mechanism. Because <laughs> like, man, look at this dude over here, yeah, yeah, charging up. <laughs> also, too, I gotta get you know, I gotta drink when I can. I talk so much. <laughs> oh man. Okay, on to the fitness section. Let's go. First fitness question. You ready? Yeah. Oh yeah, we are talking about this on the phone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> in general. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we talk a lot, y'all. Yeah. yeah. So, am I supposed to read? These are your bullet points. Those dashes. Yeah. Okay. The so, question is, the, yeah, is the, is the, the circle. Right. All right. So, what are steps for prioritizing recovery? All right. I mean, okay. This one. Is, I mean, so there's 
is a multifaceted answer, right? So start by defining re- recovery is the is the off period after you've worked out um, that you use to. I mean, I don't want to say rec- you're not supposed to use the word in the definition, but I'm going to. Is the <laughs> whose rule is that? Right. I, I, I learned that in school. Is that not an actual thing? Maybe that was just a teacher being a being a person <laughs> that they shouldn't have been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, I don't. I do math. Okay. Anyways, yeah, it's it's the off period after workout in which you you recover, right? So prioritizing recovery is important for muscle growth as well as um longevity of your fitness journey all right and there are several sides to recovery i think a lot of people when they hear the word recovery they just think of literally like like rest like physically just not working out and that's one of the many sides but recovery is actually anything that aids in um muscle growth as well as preparation for your next return uh for workouts okay so um that being said we're going to dive into a couple of those points all right uh, so when you're on your fitness journey, there's a thing called the, <laughs> it's called the 80, 20 rule, right? And basically that's the breakdown of which you should be working out to recovering. If you are not an elite athlete, and let me clarify what an elite athlete <laughs> is. <laughs> an elite athlete is basically a professional athlete. If you do not get paid to participate in a, a sport, right? Then you are not an elite athlete. Okay. I know some of y'all probably think like, man, I'm going to leave. No, no. Is your, is your nine to five? You know what I mean? Based, based off of your fitness journey. If it's, if it's not, you're, you're not an elite athlete. Okay. Um, so now that we've clarified that for those who are not an elite athlete, um, it, it is recommended for the 80, 20 rule to be applied to your fitness journey. What does that mean? You should be working out actively engaged for 80% of the time and then recovering, uh, 20% of the time. Now, that is a that's a general suggestion, right? I already got a note on here for uh, for a modification because that's not what I do and that's not what I tell people to do, right? Eighty twenty. I mean, if we talking about a seven day business week, I mean, I did. I think I did the math. It's five point six uh, is eighty percent of a seven of a seven day week. So I mean, you, I mean, ain't no point something days like you can't do. A, I mean, you can do a half a workout, but you know, you either did or didn't do the workout, right? So that's six workouts a week, right? We're not working out six days a week. That's, that's, I mean, let me put it this way. You can, and if you are doing that more power to you, I don't preach that. And I'm a certified trainer. I think it's, I don't want to say it's unrealistic, but the toll that it takes on your body, if you're really giving a thorough, if you're really giving all your, your maximum effort and having a really good workout, uh, anything more than five days a week is kind of is a lot you know what i mean six days with that one day of active recovery is it's like eh, it's, you know what i mean you're really not giving your body the optimal time it needs for you to go back and give 110 percent effort on your next workout so that being said i recommend the 70 30 rule which is again the same thing just in terms just different ratios right so 70 percent actively working out throughout a seven day week 30 percent rest right so that means you would get two days of rest and uh yeah two days of rest and five days of workout okay and then i also i think i said this in a previous episode but i also recommend those days not be back to back right you should not have two days of recovery uh in a row unless you're injured and if that if that's the case then this rule doesn't apply because now you're treating an injury right this is talking about for your regular active day um your regular active workout schedule okay 70 30 so five days active two days rest and i would recommend splitting apart those two rest days okay for me personally uh, what that looks like for me is that's Monday through Thursday. Um, I do split workouts um, on it. So, well, again, what a split workout is, I know we've covered this in a previous episode before, but just for a refresher, it is targeting a, a specific muscle group each day or a specific set of muscle groups each day. So it can be more than one, um, but for the most part, it's usually one main muscle group, right? So like legs one day, so legs Monday, chest Tuesday, back Wednesday, uh, shoulders Thursday, rest day, full body Friday, rest day. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Rest day was Friday, full body Saturday, rest day on Sunday, repeat. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just the snapshot of what my workout schedule looks like, right? Remember I said you shouldn't have the recovery days back to back. Um, okay, getting back into recovery. So again, what's the most what's the most recognized facet of recovery, Corey? Yeah, I think I just said this out loud, but I mean, when you hear the word recovery, what do you think of? Rest, like, like stretching, they, drinking water. No, that was it. Oh, just it was, rest. Yeah, okay, it was I, good. I mean, it's a trick. It's word. not. It's not. A, yeah. <laughs> It's straightforward, bro. Yeah, it's, it's it's rest, right? So when people hear the word recovery, they just think, oh, like I need to just lay down and you know and and not do anything, and that and that's not necessarily the case, right? I mean, so when you when I say rest as a facet of recovery, I'm talking about sleep, right? So I know we've talked about sleep before, the minimum amount of hours that you need to 
actively engage in a protein cycle while sleeping is how many hours, Corey? It's six. Okay, there you go. I'm so, trying. I'm, hey, no, you're you good. Go, I'm good. Hey, hey the, he's the, sharp. The, the Pokemon question hey, already yeah. had me like, oh, God. <laughs> hey, man. He took some time <laughs> off, but you're good. you you sharp, man. Um, yeah, so you want at least six hours of sleep to um, to make sure you're undergoing proper recovery, but more than that is always optimal, right? So sleep, again, six hours of sleep is the minimum, but if you can get eight to 10, that's awesome, right? It, uh, an extra, remember that protein cycle that happens in your sleep is a two hour process. So every two hour increment in addition to that six hours is, you know, is helpful, right? So if you can get to eight, that's amazing. If you can get to 10, you're probably sleeping too much if you get to 10, but I mean, I hey, say, y'all you, lie, get to 10, you don't make enough money to sleep 10 hours. You I'm, go to I'm work. I was about to say, right? It's only 24 hours in a day. That's what 18. are you doing? That's 18. You go know to work, saying? you got six. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, eight, eight is like, I think I would say the peak, right? That's that's another two hour cycle more than the minimum. Um, but yeah, so when, when you're at, so rest, right? All encompassing definition of rest isn't just sleep, though. So when you when you're resting, you're you're not engaging your prime movers. You're not necessarily engaging in a full on workout, but you can still be doing what we call active recovery. And what does that mean? So if you if we so Corey and I share watch data. Actually, the Fit Fam and I share watch data. Shout out to Finally Fit um, and everybody who participates in those workouts. Yes. So we all share Apple Watch data. Um, even on our off days, we don't necessarily do nothing. We just don't necessarily do a Finally Fit workout. Okay, so what does that look like? Active recovery. You can be doing passive exercise, meaning taking walks, doing yoga, you know, I mean, things of that, that nature, you just wouldn't participate in what you normally would do the same level of intensity that you would normally do on an active workout day. Okay. So you, you, you are resting your body, you know, I mean, resting those muscle groups, but by not engaging in this high level of intensity workouts, but at the same time, you aren't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So you, you give your body that chance to recover, but at the same time, you, 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 you are still staying active. So it's not such a hot and cold um, extreme from day to day. Right. All right. So rest. That's one of the, one of the if you're going to prioritize anything out of recovery, rest should be at the top. Sleep is sleep, nutrition and your uh, sleep, nutrition and working out are the, the top three uh, facets of your fitness journey. Right. So if you're talking about prioritizing recovery, the one, you know, that you need to to take advantage of sleep. OK, so, you know, working out is the active side. Sleep is the head of the recovery side. Then nutrition. Um, okay, so moving on to the next one, um, massaging those targeted muscles after a workout. All right. So again, we're going hard throughout the week. We're crushing those those uh, those different muscle groups. We're crushing our legs. We're crushing our back. Crushing our chest. All on different days. What can you do uh, to recover on your active recovery day? You can re- invest in a. I think I actually got one. Oh no, it's in the other room. Sorry, it wasn't here yesterday, but <laughs> it's in the other room now. Um, a Theragun. So literally they have, you can go on Amazon. All right. And you can get, I mean, I'm always plugging Amazon. I'm a, I'm a prime guy. I don't know about you guys. I've gotten spoiled to this two day delivery, but <laughs> you can go on the internet and purchase a Theragun, which is literally like one of those little handheld massage guns. And, and when I say they work wonders, I, at first I was kind of like, man, I don't need massages. Like I go hard. You know what I mean? Like it is, I think there's some type of, uh, there's like a, uh, a stigma with guys that we don't need these extra recovery techniques because we go hard in the paint when we work out and it's like man you don't need all these extra massages and you know what I mean things of that nature and it's like pause the hell I do exactly you first of all the, the 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 benefits they provide are miraculous right when you actually start using them you'll be like oh my gosh I've been missing out on this this whole time but two if the if these high level maybe we talk about elite athletes right if so do you know how much they estimated LeBron James spends on his body a year to yeah, recover? Yeah, he been on a mill. Yeah, so he so, so is Russell like, uh, Wilson. Like, so again, we're talking about two of some of the most elite athletes in the world, right? If they spend a million dollars on recovery, including, and I guarantee you, massages is a subset of that million dollars, right, <laughs> on their body, why wouldn't you feel like you, you know what I mean? Like that's that's not necessary for your body, right? You, you got these people who are playing at a high level, you know what I mean? Constantly, I mean, again, LeBron James, year nineteen, right? You know, I mean, I almost got two. Stupid. <laughs> hey, he almost got two decades in the game at this. And he, you know, he's again spending a million dollars on his recovery. On recovery. Now, you don't have a million dollars, but you do have. You know, if, if you're budgeting correctly, you do have a couple of dollars to get you a Theragun. All right, you might not be able to get a whole masseuse team. You know what I mean? But it's, I'm trying to say you don't have a million dollars. Thank you, Jordan. I'm just, hey, I'm just letting you know where we at. In real, you know, realistically, all right? You're not LBJ. All right, but uh, even if you did, you wouldn't spend. Only professional athletes. 
just spend a million dollars on their body. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) They are an investment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, our version of our million dollars on our body is a Theragun. Okay. Getting in there. Or, or and the the Theragun isn't the only option. That's the handheld personal option. If you can work into the budget, uh, maybe, you know, once a month actually getting a masseuse to massage you, that's, that's a, that's a possibility too, right? It's all about, uh, where your budget is, because remember we always got to tie it back into you know realistic situations and our finances, right? Being financially stable. Fit, oh, I'm sorry, and wealth conscious. There we go. Being ah. wealth conscious. All right. So uh, you never want to overspend um, on on recovery. However, if you can work it into your budget to you know appropriately do so, then do so. How much uh, is it for the their um? Uh, depends their- on which brand. The one we got, I think, was eighty eighty bucks, but it comes with six different attachments it's a one-time purchase there's no What's the yeah. cheapest one you seen uh i think i seen one for 50 dollars uh, same price yeah yeah y'all gotta get on budget yeah <laughs> realistically but i mean most of y'all don't it, work you don't work out enough to drop you know i mean that's true dude. you know yeah i mean we talked about i mean okay, we had so, that episode yeah for yeah. people who don't know you're supposed to work out 100 i mean the minimum requirement is 150 minutes a week that's 30 minutes of cardio five days a week i mean it, it matches up with our 70 30 rule right? right so i forget the episode we were talking about the stuff the you know, equipment things you can buy. Right. The the Theragun is definitely after you've been working out for a significant amount of time, so that you can at least make sure you've been working out. Don't just spend money and then yeah. you don't work out, and then yeah, no, don't do that. And some of y'all walking talking about you need a Theragun. Don't <laughs> <laughs> look. You, don't get a Theragun if you're outside walking thirty minutes a day. I mean, look. Let me not be rude because you know walking people could be sore too, right? No, don't get a Theragun if you. <laughs> Do not get a so, Theragun if you're outside walking 30 minutes a day. But we, are, we already got yelled at earlier in the air, so I'm just... I don't uh, care. I'm just saying, like, oh, okay. look. look at it. <laughs> That's our show. So, no. <laughs> I almost um, said something bad, too, in one of these episodes. Now, I'm, I'm actually going to start saying something that I'm going to picked on. If we're going to get called out, I'm just going to say everything so you can hey, deal man. with it. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, uh, you're talking about the pricing of it, though, and the benefits of it. Yes. So, it's, it's, it's definitely, if again, with respect to the budget, and, you know, with your financial journey has you, you know, uh, battling with respect to the budget, if you can get a Theragun or, or come incorporate some form of massage therapy for those targeted muscle groups, I would highly recommend it. Um, it does work wonders. We do, uh, again, finally fit. We we incorporate a lot of strength training. We're now at the point where we're using dumbbells on a consistent basis. In addition to body weight, uh, those muscles get sore, y'all. So I, I go I, I go in with the, with the Theragun. It, it does wonders. For the shoulders, the lats, you know what I mean? Chest, all that good stuff. All right, quads in particular, because we go, we, we do a lot of leg stuff. So, yeah, definitely get in on that. All right? <laughs> nah, I just started thinking about the uh, butt naked sex on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, so, they ain't got no issue with that. Look, <laughs> See, this is y'all. Hey, see, hey, look, see, Jordan, he's brave enough to bring it hey, up. I was, hey, look, so. I was going to not address it, but it's like, <laughs> why you being weird to me? What you want to talk about? Hey, like, you man, know, hey, fix the can, plate. Can you work? Anyways, I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to have to listen to it again. <laughs> now you got to go back. Because I'm the mean one. You talk the most. So it's definitely, <laughs> that's why we're like, why you won't tell me? So like, you must have said something. Because I, I didn't I say was, anything. I just, it must be. Cause I, I think somebody was just in their bag when they was listening to it. I'll be honest with you. But, anyways. I said they should both fix the plate. That's what I'm confused. I said the same thing. I said I Fix the plate for my wife. So we're not breaking etiquette whole right, time. Anyways, bro, we talk about we, we, got, oh, we got bro. Jordan said he fixed his wife a plate. Look. I'm done. Stupid. <laughs> I hope you know, look, this person's obviously close to Jordan. But look, because <laughs> I, you know. Hey. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, so you got the Theragun and how much it benefits you. Okay, we're gonna right. get, get away from doing <laughs> butt naked booty. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who don't know what we talking about, listen to that episode. Hey, spit right. in the butt. <laughs> hey, y'all. Luckily, we're gonna chop that up because then we have to get canceled. Hey, that should be too vulgar. Hey, but yeah. Okay, is that the last one? No, 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 no. So we got two, two more. Two, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about. Okay, so nutrition. Nutrition is a is a huge part of recovery, right? Um, when we're talking about recovery, what do, what do we what do I tell you guys to eat, Corey, at the, for the Fit Fam? What, I, what, is what do you prim- tell us to eat? Yeah, what is the primary? Let me be very clear. What is the primary macronutrient I incorporate? All right, I now look, I, I got to say, it it's answer, protein. Okay, but okay. I don't, don't, don't do that. You said don't, don't, use, don't use the words. <laughs> <laughs> I got an A in biology freshman year of high school. Took a freshman year of college. Boy, I was struggling. I passed, but uh, I'm a computer science major. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> you started right. doing alright. The mac, the macros is car- look carbs, proteins, and fats. Look, you only got three answers. All right, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> Can you run off the seven tax brackets? No, nope, Mar- don't okay. even. Nah, all we right. good. All we right. straight. Okay. I know which one I'm in, and that's all that matters. 
gosh. All right. Bringing it back. Nutrition. You need to make sure you eat an appropriate diet. All right. Um, for recovery, again, prioritize protein. Protein is what uh, what allows your... So when you're working out, again, you're ripping those muscles. Uh, in order to allow those muscles to heal, you need to give your body adequate uh, protein to allow that, that recovery process to happen, right? So when you're sleeping, your body's producing protein. And when you're consuming protein, your body is allowed to use that um, to then lay a foundation um, to, to heal those muscles that were ripped during the workout, right? So prioritize protein to prioritize recovery. Um, but... Also, again, with respect to that 70-30 rule, if you are on your 30 and you're prioritizing recovery, you don't necessarily, I guess what I'm saying is you, you, you're you on your 70, if you're doing what you're supposed to be, you should be on some type of um, formal caloric management, right? You should be eating certain things um, on your 30. It's it's okay to kind of slide outside of whatever that structure is just for that those two days, right? Um, that doesn't mean go crazy. Let me, when I say slide, that means, you know, if you've been having salads all week, it's okay to have a burger on on one of those two off days, right? That doesn't mean go, you know, go to the bar, have, go to the bar, have eight long islands with some mozzarella sticks, some boneless wings, and a burger to go with a brownie sundae while you're there. You yeah, know what I mean? Like come back and slide some ideas and slide into them. It's life mistake. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Look, man. All right. So the if you haven't noticed what the theme is right now. On those recovery days, you still have to maintain some form of structure. It's just realizing that when you're on your seventy percent, you know you're you're sticking to your caloric management. You're working out consistently. You're uh, hydrating appropriately. You're getting ample amount of rest. On the thirty percent, you still would like to do come as close to that if you can. But if you're if you can't, that's fine, right? I mean, minus the workout, right? You're clearly not working out. Uh, actively on on your thirty percent, but you are doing passive exercises. You do want to hydrate if you can, but if you do have some juice, it's fine. You do want to still do caloric management, but if you have something that you wouldn't have had on the seventy percent, that's fine as well. If you're getting six hours of sleep right on the dot instead of the eight hours, that's fine. You see what I'm saying? On your thirty percent, you're you're able to slide outside that structure, but slide meaning you're you're still one step within where you should be for the seventy percent, right? You're you're not, you know. Again, what we mentioned before, we're eating all types of crazy things and not sleeping at all or drinking, you know, egregious amounts of alcohol. Right. Uh, last but not least. Oh, I'm sorry. Two more things. Two more, yeah, so you said you said two. And I was like, oh, my fault. Man. I missed the bullet. <laughs> y'all know we can't do math. We Look, cannot man. read. We can't count. I'm trying to help y'all prioritize recovery. <laughs> y'all don't brush me. So <laughs> I wasn't rushing. I was just getting verification. Hey, man. Uh, OK, so self my. Let me see. Let me make sure I say it self myofacial release all right okay aka foam rolling i was gonna ask you if you knew what that meant but it look man it's foam rolling all right so again what is this going to stretching back into the massaging the targeted muscle groups foam rolling is a little different because it's more structured um and how you apply the pressure and where you're applying it to but i mean again highly recommend it if you're familiar with foam rolling if not they have plenty of youtube videos that you can check out um if you really have questions about foam rolling feel free to slide in my dms you know, I'll, I'll, I'll walk y'all through some self-myofacial release. Gosh, foam rolling. I'll walk you through some foam rolling techniques, all right? Um, but, yeah, that's important to do, especially if immediately following the workout. Um, it's, it's almost uh, as effective as I know I tell you guys just, you know, stretch all the time. We always do a cool down after our workout. Um, after that cool down, I, sometimes I grab the foam roller and work on specific uh, parts of my body just to make sure I'm stretching them out thoroughly. Um just because we're getting older, right? Things start to, you know, they, they tighten up a little bit more when you when you finally do calm down and stop working out, right? So the foam roller helps you uh, loosen those up um, post-workout. Last but not least, heating, icing, and elevating, right? Key things that you've probably been using your entire life, especially if you've been an athlete um, up until this point, um, to when you, want to, when you want to relieve tension in a muscle, you heat it. When you want to reduce swelling you apply ice and when you want to encourage circulation you elevate all right so you know mix mix and match those accordingly to however you need to uh prioritize recovery in your body um i'm me particularly i'm usually a heat person because my muscles get tight a lot um so we have heated blankets throughout the house so i'll apply a heating pad you know lay down after a shower apply the heating pad and usually elevate it at the same time just to make sure it's you know it's circulating while getting that heat going all right so those are all different ways that you can prioritize recovery. All right. And I will do the recap at the end of the episode. Okay. You still got used the next question. This one that's pretty quick. Cause you still got, we went pretty over in uh, the beginning. 
No, no, it's you I good. Mean, yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right, on to the finance section. Let's go. Oh wait, my bad. Like I said, we've been on for a month. All right, now. Not that one. That's violence. Oh no, I was doing like locked and loaded, like you're done. Oh. And now we're on to the finance section. Finance section. I said not that one. Oh, not that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just said not that. <laughs> Yo. I, when you said not that one, I thought you meant when I did the locked and loaded. No. I got you, bro. That's look. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm the soundboard guy. It's all good. Can you see that? You might have to click oh, it. Gosh. Can you oh gosh. Oh no. Yeah, That's I'm gonna just, I'm gonna pick it up. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it. Okay. So this is a finance. This is a finance novel. This is. This doesn't even nah, it's not a novel. You don't have to. I should have read this one. Before. Yeah, you should have okay. read it before. This we talked. We talked about. Um, this is a follow-up question or a clarity question to about managing your mortgage. This might be on episode 25 or 26. So I'm going to give a better answer to the question because it's sort of a different question to add clarity to it. I'm going to just read from this third paragraph down. Is that okay? From here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, and then you'll start seeing the numbers, which okay. are more like the points. All right. Sheesh. Okay, it's more than it's a scroll. All right. It's, it's Shout out to this listener because I know them and they. This is very them. Anyway. Some of this the redundant information. The screenshots. <laughs> All right. So, this question is relevant to a mortgage. Thir- getting a 30, thirty, fifteen, and refinancing. Gotcha. So the question is as follows. So for those who do get a thirty year, does it make sense to refinance slash sell into a fifteen year? Uh, question mark in the parentheses. It says assumed assumed at same rough house price or slightly better because like you said you want to increase when you sell your house you want to get uh, a house that costs more than the current one okay your house appreciates a 400k you're not going to go buy a 400k house because you're in one gotcha okay and then the next section says the switching is the key part here because if folks had the fortitude and money to do either optimal way 15 and pay it off or 30 and invest the difference we wouldn't be here i think the answer can best be shown in two parts the math answer in uh, quotations, the money, and then the more realistic answer based on statistics of completion. Um, and then there's an example. Would you like me to read the example? Yeah, I think this is going to get to the actual question now. Okay. Example. Let's say I'm 10 years in on the 30, and now I have more income and better financial knowledge. Do I, one, just invest the difference of the 15 now and spend the next 20 years paying? Um, two, use the difference and just pay on the mortgage and treat it like a 15 Three, invest the difference. Four, some other better option. This would probably serve as a better podcast question anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're here. Is that everything? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think. Let me let me go over the <laughs> what. Shout out to him for that question. Uh Yeah. This yeah. This is a real question. Um. So let me go over the baby steps again, which is sort of. The, the timeline everyone usually push you on if you do actual financial coaching, not if you do entrepreneurship and people just trying to help you make money, but as far as a financial plan, most people are going to tell you to build a savings and pay off your debt, consumer debt. How much they tell you to pay off in consumer debt, how fast, the way, I don't know. As far as building an emergency fund of savings, how much, most people say three to six months. Some of the more conservative people will say six to 12. Okay, obviously adjusted for, you know, if you have a business or not. Right, and the type of income you have. Then some people will argue about the liquidity, whether or not you should put in high yield savings or you know invest it somewhere. Okay, but that that's usually the first two steps. Obviously, get on a flipping budget. Okay, that's what, <laughs> if, if I if I, I should say that first. Obviously, do a budget. Okay, but most people are going to tell you to budget, pay off a consumer debt, at least high um interest rate debt, and then build an emergency fund. Then. They either are or are not going to tell you to invest at the same time you're doing that. Okay. But then investing is roughly the next step. Then investing obviously is in yourself and then children if you have them. Then after that, <laughs> all this stuff we spent money on comes handling the mortgage as far as paying it off. Again, talking about statistics. Most people already have the kids and the mortgage and are married and trying to figure out how to manage their finances. What you should do is if you don't have a mortgage, it's a 15-year fix. But most people obviously already have it. So we got to talk about actually handling that situation. Most of you, if you are investing enough money, at least 15% of your gross, which means you have 85% of your gross left over to pay for everything. And then if you do have kids and you have still have debt payments, 
you likely do not have enough money to put towards your mortgage because you likely are going to do lifestyle before you um, pay off your house aggressively, which I would recommend you do too. You should start, you know, going on vacation for those of you aggressively paying off the debt and build that emergency fund or investing. You can start going on vacation now before you aggressively pay off the debt. Should you, I think the example was, you got 30 years, you're paying off for 10 years, so now you got 20 years left on the mortgage, you got your income up, should you pay it off like a 15? That's five years, you're already 10 years in. If you start paying off like a 15 after 10 years in, that's a 25 versus a 30. Just pay it off in 30 years. <laughs> now we talk we talk about the quick, simple math, right? If you're gonna treat, treat it like a 15, you already paid 10 on it at a 30 year rate, I do not wanna know how much money you gotta do in five years to pay off that house. Okay, and then the second one is, um, Use the difference and just pay on the mortgage. Oh, yeah. And treat it like a 15. Again, statistics. Most people don't don't pay off the house. Most people don't have a lot of money invested. Hence, they're not investing that delta, not delta difference, that delta uh, <laughs> between the 15 uh, and 30 year. If you get a 15 year and you're also investing 15 percent, it really does not matter whether or not you're going to pay off the house you know, faster than 15 years. At least you're paying it off in 15. That That's, you know, that's the worst case scenario. I recommend the longest you take is pay it off in 15 years. So if you're investing, you know, you're 15% or even more, and obviously you're married, whatever lifestyle you guys you want to live, you're doing that and that's straight. And the third one is invest the difference. Yeah, I mean, you can invest the difference. The question is, again, like I said, this mortgage is the last step. What does your um, education savings account of 529 college savings account for your kids look like what does your retirement look like what does your emergency fund look like what does your debt look like because if you do it I wouldn't say out of order but out of this order right what's the right order what happens is as I said before you have too much money in investments in the sense that you don't have enough cash on standby and you've maxed out your credit card so you have to liquidate your investment before you want to create a taxable event before you want to or you end up having to tap into the equity in your house and like I said what happens is in real life you don't stay in this house the whole length of the mortgage so you end up having to liquidate this asset but now that you have not just the mortgage but debt right like HELOC equity even more on the mortgage that appreciation that you took you have to subtract that out when you actually sell the home because you have put another lien against it okay just like a car and a, um just like a house right you already have the traditional lien when you get that mortgage you get that car loan right and you sell it and that lien's gone but if you put a heloc on it now you have to pay that off and the mortgage but that heloc obviously is not equated it is equated to your appreciation but you took it out that's the that, the home think about it, if you're trying to make use of your equity in your house when you sell it you can't take out a HELOC or a home equity because you just took out you just took out the appreciation usually it's up to 80 percent but again too again most people don't live in very large houses but as far as um you know 500 you know million plus but let's say your house is five hundred thousand dollars right and let's say you have a hundred k in equity you can take out 80k what are you doing with 80 that what do you need eighty thousand dollars for <laughs> then remember i talk about this too the issue is, well, I really say you get the 15 year because the 30 year is what you can qualify for, not what you can afford, but they allow, it allows you to get a bigger house. Y'all can't afford the maintenance. So what happens is you don't have the proper maintenance or what you do, you take out these HELOCs to, you know, redo the kitchen or the bathrooms, right? And put that into the house. But then if you don't do the proper maintenance, when you sell the house to the buyer, right? It's not in this housing market, but when things go back to normal, <laughs> the buyer isn't, you know, they're not going to like, yeah, we got to take the house down. So look at all this work we got to do that you didn't do, right? You didn't upkeep. It's the same thing with your car, which you guys understand. You guys understand that with your car, you don't take care of your car. You know, you're going to have to sell it at a lower, lower price. It's the same way with the house. Usually housing market, obviously very different than the car one, but it's the same concept as far as upkeep for things. And then oh, the, the, the fourth option literally says some other better option. <laughs> Is there some other better option? I mean, it all depends on how um, your mental makeup, how much you want to get into real estate. For those of you that are into the leverage, then, yeah, y'all going to take out that 30 years. Some of y'all who are veterans, y'all going to do that VA loan, take out that zero percent. And y'all going to, you know, keep your cash on hand to invest in um, other appreciating things. But again, like the first part of this question, the data and statistics, I mean, where, where the money at? People do make money in real estate the amount of leverage or risk, and I do mean risk as in debt y'all take out to get a couple hundred dollars a month, that is your life. Do what you want to do with it. But at at some point in time, especially in the black community, when does this outright ownership come into play? And then that's the thing. Y'all say y'all don't want to wait until you're... I just, I just realized that this is epiphany right now. Y'all say y'all don't want to wait like the 401k Roth IRA. 
Y'all don't want to wait until your 50s and 60s, but you're taking all these 30-year mortgages. I know you get some you know, income ahead of time, but you're not... Hmm. Y'all think y'all... Sl- I, just, I just... No, I... Did you, you, you I, yourself? I, I, I just... I just <laughs> why do y'all say that? I just... Re- this, is, this is literally... No, you know, I'm not joking right now. I literally just thought of this counterpunch right now. Yeah, miss me with the 401k talk and trying to take all these 30-year mortgages. You, you're delaying the same thing. Or I, I have to think about that more. Maybe I'm missing something with that concept. Yeah. So, um, again, if you already have the 30 year, right, as I said, how long do you want to have a mortgage regardless of 30 years or not? Right. If you've already been paying on it for 10 years, you got 20 years left. You want to pay it off in 15 years from your start date or 15 years from now. Again, simple math. That's 25 years if you're going to do it from now or it's going to be it's going to be five years. You've been paying off for 10. But also remember, too, and this is why you all need to get on a plan. The longer you wait to pay it off at a 15-year pace or whatever pace you want to pay it off of, even if you have a 15, you want to pay off in five, the longer you wait to get on that that uh, schedule to pay it off, the more money you're going to have to put towards the loan because that interest is accruing at that 15 or at that 30-year rate. Mm-hmm. So, again, I can't tell y'all what to do just in a general question. I told this person what to do. But in a general <laughs> question, it's like, I don't know how long y'all want to wait to pay off a mortgage. Y'all usually treat a mortgage like a... Definition of mortgage, Jordan. Death march. He said it twice. <laughs> Death ledge. Yes, it's, de- it's funny because you said you said the wrong, same wrong answer twice. What oh. do you be thinking about? Yeah, it's not death. It's, it's not death, death march. march. It's a death pledge. Uh, yeah, but you said you've said last time I asked you said death march too. Because in my head, I've already defined mortgage as death march. <laughs> Marching to your doom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could view it like that, but it's. I mean, I'll just let it ride when you say that. But it's death pledge. But yeah, I mean, what's the difference between marching and play? Oh, never mind. Anyways, that's yeah. a march. Sounds like you, never mind, you know, getting to World War Two type of stuff. <laughs> I can't say that person's name, but yeah, that's what that's like. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, a lot of y'all treat the mortgage like a death pledge. You get it thirty years, okay, and then you pay off for ten. Then you get another thirty years. That's what we're talking about the appreciation in the house. As far as when you move out, you want to move up in house. You have a three hundred k house, right, and it's appreciated to four hundred k. You're not going to move into a 400k house because you are already in one. So you're probably going to move into a five or six hundred thousand dollar one. And essentially, what you're going to do is say you have 200k in equity, right? And let's say you know you got your mortgage payment on your 300 thousand dollar mortgage. You're going to take that 200k in equity, right? Sell the house before, get 200k in equity, and what you're going to do is get what another 30 year 300 thousand dollar mortgage because they're going to sell it to you and getting the loan is oh your payment's going to be the same or you know we give you a little bit lower interest rate and now you're in another 30 year. With a, with a larger house now obviously your income goes up but usually let's be clear most people's income in mass not even on average in mass doesn't go up enough to to go up a uh, 200k in a house that's that's not how it works in america the income isn't high enough so but yeah i, got, I but okay. i got two hundred thousand dollars Corey. what you told me when you saw the house mm-hmm. yeah you're homeless too fool <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were trying to make a point. Are you nah, joking? I yeah, you yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, you homeless. <laughs> yeah, and then also, then also too. A lot of people get caught up with this. Usually, I mean, you do this usually when you're selling the house, but you know, you make it contingent on the sale of your home. It's a lot financially. It's man, how cause you got put in this work, but it's a lot easier to buy another house when you don't need to sell your current house to get the other one. That's a whole other different type of bag talk. But like, there are plenty of people. Or how about this? You have not that you have to move, but like you have, like you got to move. Let's say you get and I've got four kids. You know, you're supposed to have two. Then it's been three years. And now you got two more, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so your three bedroom is not like you could you could uh, work it with three kids. Got a little small one, but you know your three bedroom is not going to work out. So now you got to get this other house. That isn't a, a very you know big financial decision, but it's an emotional one now. And it's like, oh, that's a lot to manage. So yeah, I wouldn't. Um, again, if you're already in it, I would just work the other stuff first debt payoff emergency fund investing you likely aren't going to have that much money left over to throw towards your mortgage because like i said it's okay to start doing vacations reasonably within your budget here before you even throw that extra money um towards your mortgage you know lifestyle not inflation but that lifestyle you cut out to aggressively you know be able to get out of debt and build an emergency fund Mm -hmm. you can start adding a couple hundred dollars in here now you likely from a math standpoint, your timeline is not going to change because I think I can't remember what episode we said this thing was in the late 
think it might have been 18. But if you make every 30 year, you make a full extra payment, whatever, you know, you make 13 payments a year. Mm-hmm. You'll pay your house off roughly six or seven years uh, faster. If you do two, so you make 14 payments, you'll pay it off roughly at a 15 year uh, that's, rate. That's what they claim. That's what they claim. Yeah, yeah. I don't know many. I don't. I know, I'd rather I just be on the 15 year. That that's too, just me. But um, I don't know many people who can say they've done the 13, you know, 30 year and they made 13 payments and they pay it off in roughly 22, 20 years. I don't, mo- again, most people, don't, they don't pay off the house. So then like, <laughs> yeah, they don't got so, no data. So then- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that's, you know, that's the math as far as, again, like talking about the amortization schedule, same thing. I think it's episode 18. Cause that's, that's the, oh, my bad. Is this episode, <laughs> hold on, is this one? I've already said this before. Whatever episode that is, that's the one where we, <laughs> the, the original one when I said that. Um, Yeah, m- most people, if you, if your timeline is to pay off your house, again, like I said, you got you got you got to do it. I keep trying to find something besides the fifteen year. It's the fifteen. I recommend you pay it off at a fifteen year rate. If you're already in the thirty and you cannot financially afford the fifteen year rate, I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's sort of like um, we can save you, but we have to amputate your foot. It's like the foot the foot has to go. <laughs> like two options: either you die or we cut off your foot, and that's what it is. You know. Either you increase your income or you just deal with the, the th- paying it off in 30 years. Like, there's no other option. I mean, it's trying to make a plan in an already bad situation, right? right. Something, some, you, you, you catching an L, right? We just might be able to minimize that L, but the L is going to happen. The L, in this case, being the time, right? Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? You probably, you won't make it to a, you, you may not make it to a 15-year rate, you know what I mean, if you don't have the income. Mm-hmm. However, you know, we might be able to get you to 22, right? Save you eight. Seven more than 15. Right. Yeah, but again... I've already said this before. You can't. Uh, the person who said we misogynistic hurt my feelings. Corey making an emotional play. Is that what's happening? That, you guys that? cannot afford the house that you bought. That's why you had to get a thirty year. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care. You cannot afford the house you bought. That's why you had to get the 30 year. Because if we look at that 15 year rate, guess what? You wouldn't qualify for the damn mortgage. Yep. That, that That's why you had, when y'all be asking this question, it's like you can't afford a 15, which means you can't know the mortgage, right. like the, the loan itself, not the house, but the right, mortgage, right. the math on it. It's like, that's what do you want? What do you want me to say? You, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's the simple math of it. Most people that, why do you? Again, the bank will make more money if you pay a 30-year than a 15-year because they're going to make their money on that interest, right? Mm-hmm. If they do mainly 15 years, they're going to make less money, which is going to make it harder for them to stay in business, and it's going to make it harder for me to get my loan after Jordan got his. This is not – see, now I'm giving y'all clients. Now I'm giving y'all paid-for information. Hey. This is the stuff – This is about, now we're talking about economics. I told you it's banking, it's financing, and accounting, and then it's economics. We don't get into economics because that is – that's the variable part. Hey, y'all better write down 47 minutes and 40 <laughs> seconds. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Corey. No, you're good. That's the variable part, economics. Y'all don't understand how the uh, that particular you know, the economy overall, but that particular part of the economy is set up. Again, the banks mainly make money. Obviously, you didn't think – you make a deposit and they loan out your money. They make more, but they make their most of their money from the interest that you pay them. So why wouldn't they want you to pay them right or be in debt servitude to them as long as possible? And right. then, like I said, if I want to get a loan, right, I need Jordan to pay as much money as possible because that that interest he paying that turns around not directly but that turns around and that's how I'm able to get my loan. Right now we want to get you out of that situation, but that's why they. They tell y'all that's why they make it so easy for y'all to keep getting the, to keep getting a new car loan or the death pledge mortgage to keep staying in it because that's how they make that's how they make their money. Let's be very clear: the service provider is not your friend. They are a business. Right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're they're a business, right? Yeah. Their their end goal is to do what to make what do business do? They make money. They gotta you know stay in business, right? Yeah, because I, I mean, and, and this I'm sorry, no, you good, you good, good, Small good. side tangent, right? So again, speaking from personal experience, when I when I had, you know, I've been been doing business with Corey for a long time. When I pulled up and told them that I wanted the 15 year, <laughs> oh, it almost you, didn't. Oh, now we're getting the real pay I mean, for information. Just, I mean, look, <laughs> just locking in now. We it, it almost didn't register with my my representative for my service provider because that doesn't. It's a very it's a rarity, right? People don't walk up and ask for the 15 year. Like, nah, I want to pay this off as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I'm not going to fight put, for it. Yeah, I'm not going to put, you know, any specifics out there. I want to, you know, put her name out there or whatever. But she did everything in her. In her she had a regular name. Yeah. Yeah. She had a regular name. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a billionaire, you know, yeah, this person's yeah. name out there. But, I mean, she did everything in her salesman bag to make sure to try to get me out of the 15 year. Well, you can just do a 30 and pay the same thing quarters and you can pay that extra payment. If you really want to, you can pay an extra two. two payments and yeah, treat like a fit. Or I could just get the 15 year person i'm dealing with okay or you know like they're good again it's a sales tactic right Mm -hmm. uh i think i don't know if you said this in reference to a mortgage before but a service provider has products right and their end goal is to get you the product that has the highest return on investment investment for them possible okay so you know they're encouraging you to become a customer giving them you know what i mean with with the i guess with the not the worst case scenario but uh, yeah i mean no no the, the highest return on investment. Let's just keep it that just way. Just like you said, like I, I think I said this before. I might have said it on here, but I, when I paid off my car, because you know during COVID, still COVID, but you know in Maryland at least they weren't able to get cars not technically imported, but they weren't able to get cars across state lines, so they gotcha. couldn't get any new cars. So they tried. They called me to buy you know, buy my car, and guess what? The first thing he told me was as far as his flow chart from a sales standpoint. What you can get. It. I get a car payment so lower like, car payment yeah that's a, that's the first no he, they, i mean i I worked at la fitness for two months two weeks two months not two months not two months <laughs> two weeks but it was enough for me to get the the sales trend just enough of the tidbit like in la fitness we had two two things we would offer you for like uh if nine months you nine months or less is best one nine months or more that's the best one right and that's all people thought they had bro la fitness got like damn near 100 memberships bro does it really they, they just don't they just don't offer you but this is back from 2012. Right. I don't know if it's still a thing. Do not sue us. This is for information. Uh, oh, what we, we say? Put the disclaimer yeah, yeah. What's the disclaimer? Yeah. Uh, it, entertainment. It, it, per- I say information. <laughs> this is for entertainment. This is entertainment <laughs> purposes only. But you know, they ha- it might have been like 30. Remember, like 30 different options that they could you could offer, and it wasn't like because they'll say now, right? We're kind of on the end of the year, and they're going to tell y'all that this is our New Year's resolution. No, 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 no. They always have that. They just don't offer it to you. <laughs> okay. And so this, I'm saying that to say from the, as she said, do the third year and pay it off like a 15. No, because now we're getting to economics. See, the second thing I recommend is mental makeup. They're playing off how you're going to operate in the economy as a person. They have so much data. And what you're not going to do is pay it off at a 15 year rate with a 30 year. You're going to see there's so much especially now there's so much more stimuli out there. You're going to hear the, oh, pay it off like a 30 and invest the difference or take out this HELOC and, and then that, then they get, and then let's not even talk about how y'all don't realize if you ever, let me see, I want to say this. Yeah. Okay. I'll say it this way. Jordan, like, good God. No, I was going to say, why are you thinking about it? I was going to say, the, I mean, just a small, again, tangent again, the, that the interest rate on that 15 is significantly different from the interest rate on that 30. Why would I want to pay a 30 off like a 15 with the 30, the 30 year interest, interest rate, rate when I could just get the 15 year interest rate and pay it off in 15? I didn't even think about what that. What are you talking about? make more money. Yeah. You know this, what I'm let's like, say, see, see, Jordan, see, Jordan, Jordan's giving y'all pay for information. I don't like to say because, you know. I'm, my bad. I'm, I'm done. Nah, that's, you're your, good. that's your thing. I'm right. not that type of person, but I listen to everybody. Oh, this is stuff I tell people pay me. I do, you know, I do have that type of stuff, but I'm not that type of person. I'm just saying it's yeah. math, right? Like we talking about changing two yeah. two numbers in a formula, like right. I, you know, lesser Where? time and lesser interest rate. What we talking about? Stupid. Yeah, no, no, you're dumb, dumb financial decision. If you're gonna pay, <laughs> if you take out a thirty year and pay it off like a fifteen, get the fifteen because <laughs> you're paying more in interest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I was gonna say because I I don't want to say it how I was gonna say it, but this is the proper way because it's a technical term, I'm not technical, but it's what what the banks do. Banks do not want to foreclose and they do not want to repo. They do not want to take back their asset because you still got to lean against it. It costs them more money and they obviously lose out on the interest. So unfortunately though, for those who have something, well, repo different, y'all be y'all be misplaying the whole repo situation. <laughs> if you get your car repo, that's because you didn't talk to your bank. They don't ever want to repo a car, but especially a foreclosure, they're not trying to foreclose on the house. And it's like, it's, it's very, they, cause they're gonna make more money if you keep giving them the. Right. Uh, see, now we're talking about client, we're in right here. Talk, this is, this is, this is, cause now as we get into banking stuff, we're getting into what I, right. now, now this, I'm, this is a, I was a professional at this. So, I mean, this, this is that I know. And that's Jordan. See, I got resources. This is where you contact sideline adventures and yeah. make an appointment for you. Yeah. No, we, we, when we switch over into banking, I'm, I'm not giving an opinion. Got you. As my immediate circle knows. But, when I think I said this on a meeting on Saturday yesterday, when you if you lose your job, right, the first person you contact is the bank and utility company, not your spouse. Why? You guys will be surprised because the banks don't want to take none of your stuff. They will work with you and they won't like reduce your payment in the system. Mm-hmm. They will notate your account 
on some type of agreement you come to them with saying, hey, this is why you need to be on a budget, right? And you'll show them your budget and then you'll they'll understand how much money you have. And they're like, all right, look, you give us a significantly reduced amount of what your minimum payment is, you know, at a particular date per month. And as long as you do that, we will notate that your account is still in good standing. That's usually, a, you know, two, three. It's not obviously forever. Right. But it's essentially what happened during COVID. Banks all they all now it went to zero. It went to zero dollars during the pandemic. Right. Pre pandemic. It was always a thing. Y'all just didn't know because y'all be out here financially arrogant and y'all don't y'all just be doing what y'all want to do. But like a lot of the times the reason your stuff got repoed or taken, you get denied services, all the stuff on your bank account is literally because you didn't contact your bank there. Again, I'm speaking from. I did it. I just, I just feel like the first, the mentality for a lot of people is the opposite when they're in that situation. I feel like the first thing people do is try to run from the bank. Like, oh, oh, oh they want their money still. Like, let me avoid them. And it's like, or be an adult and have a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Let's put it this way. They're going to get their asset or their money, right? It's, that's inevitable. So ha- have a conversation. I mean, I'm not a professional. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I was, like I was, 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 was. Yeah, you know what I'm no saying? More. You know, but yeah. at the same time, it, I mean, logically, that makes more sense, right? Mm-hmm. We just talk to the people that I owe money to. Because, I mean, they're where life happens, right? Yeah. We're not robots out here. Man. I don't think. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Metaverse. Yeah, shout out to Facebook. Right. Oh, Meta. Did you see that they, uh, a company in uh, Arizona? I did. Yeah, okay. Listen, tangent, tangent, they're about to come up. They want more than 20 mil for that joint. Anyways, they'll get on track. The bank one will make more money with you having to pay all those fees and event. like they'll ma- they'll make even more money if they excuse me if they they'll make even more money if you keep the loan right and now you got paid in fees right and now you got even more interest because your fees actually get a bit lumped into the loans. So now we're talking mm-hmm. about compound interest, but the wrong way this time. But yeah, a lot of people are so stupid about coming to the bank or not. It's nothing like people. I never uh, I never did this. I never called the. Uh, there'll be a notation. Somebody got a repo. Mm-hmm. Like call us and let us know. I ain't, I ain't no snitch. But um. People, people will have a repo out on their car and they come to the ba- the, the bank or the credit. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and it's like, well, how did you get here? <laughs> and what are we trained to do? What are we trained to do? Oh, We're trained no. to go out and look at the security cameras and look for that car. Wow. <laughs> That's that's how stupid some people are. They will come. You can go. It's different. It's not if it's no. Say you got your loan at Bank of America. Go to Wells Fargo. Right. Some of these fools will go to Bank of America with the repo out on their car, and they don't have the car there. But some some do, right. and get you know. Guess what we're trying to do? Unfortunately, that transaction for some reason might be taking a little bit longer. Oh no! I swear. See now, I'm talking. See, see you know, little, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like little, little, little. school. Yeah, yeah. Now that's, I'm telling you how it works. You don't, you don't rob a bank and then come back with the getaway vehicle to make a withdrawal. No. Like it don't work like that. It's, oh, it's like it's, this is not inside man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Denzel Washington was his name. Guy from 300. Don't do that. Don't you can't. You are not walking out the front door. Of uh, after you uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard okay. Butler. Yeah. So the you know the the wrap it up. <laughs> If you already have the house in order, if you do not, if you still have consumer debt, non-mortgage, I recommend you aggressively pay it off. If you've already done that, three to six months of emergency fund. If you've already done that, 15%, not into retirement, but as far as 50% of your gross, you should be investing for the long term, 40 years at least. Relative up to your age, obviously. Okay, 30 to 40 years. You if said you, 50 or 15? 15, 15, excuse okay. me. 15% of your gross, one five. Gotcha. Okay. Then if you've if you've already done that, this is in order by way of priorities, but you guys know how to do, right? Consistency discipline. If you've already done that and you have children, then you need to start, you know, depending on the lifestyle you want, but investing into five twenty nine or ESAs, college savings type accounts or whatever, you know, you want to put away for your children. If you've already done that as well, <laughs> then you start um bumping up your lifestyle right you can start you can do what you want but this you start uh, saving for vacations you start going out to eat whatever stuff you cut out if you chose to cut it out to aggressively pay off debt and build an emergency fund okay if you if you've done all six of, <laughs> you know all six of those <laughs> things and you still have money left then you look at putting it towards your mortgage and you define when do i want to pay off my mortgage if it's 30 years, you got a 30 year, then pay it off in 30 years. If it's 15, you don't have a 15, you have a 30. Either decide you want to pay it off, you know, in 15 years from this date or just 15 years total and you already had a mortgage for 10 years, so you got to pay it off in five. But again, like I said, a lot of you wouldn't qualify for the 15 year. You might, as time goes on, your income increases, but a lot of you would not qualify for the 15 year fixed rate for the house that you have. It would be, there would be, or you wouldn't want that payment, however you want to look at it. Yeah. But a lot of you probably wouldn't qualify. It's it's roughly five hundred dollars per hundred thousand dollars in the difference. 
might be seven fifty. So a third, yeah. so a thirty year would it be. I mean, I don't, it depends on the. It depends on the interest rate significantly, significantly. But the interest rate roughly like four percent, which is not now. I think the difference on mine was about six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. We are, which is about right. Which was about half of that four percent. Yeah. Okay. That's about right. It, but you know, it's it's hundreds of dollars difference. But when the interest rates go back up, which they will, because they low right now. Some of you might be looking at almost a thousand dollars difference, delta difference in between those two payments, which is like, nope. So, yep, locked and loaded. Oh, okay. Hey, did we run out of ammunition? We have to change the clip. Change the clip. <laughs> hey, all right. All right. Wrap up fitness. All right. Bringing it back. So, how to prioritize recovery? You want to apply the. We're not. <laughs> What is known as the 80-20 rule, if you want to look that up, we are, are promoting the 70-30 rule. So what is that? Five days on, uh, two days off. All right. You also, in your recovery, you want to prioritize rest. What does that mean? Getting ample sleep. Um, six hours is what's recommended, but more is always better. Eight, eight is great. Ten is probably too much. Um, nutrition. You want to make sure you're eating the appropriate um, food, primarily uh, protein to uh, emphasize recovery. If you're on your 30% of your 70-30 plan, you can eat outside of what is uh, normally in your caloric management. But again, make sure you're still tracking. Uh, make sure you're massaging those targeted muscles after workouts. There, the Theragun, make sure you pick that up. If you can you know, afford to put massages into your budget, do so. Um, heat, ice, and elevate those, those targeted muscles as well to make sure you're optimizing um, recovery and self-myo facial release why you put it on here if you i look man i because i i was saying it i used to say myophysical but i don't think that's how it's pronounced oh it's it's spelled like that but it's not it's it's foam rolling guys foam roll okay foam rolling stretch all right but yeah that's to wrap it up okay and then again i see what cory does the wrap up and then he does it again again the mortgage as far as paying it off aggressively even re well refinance is a little bit different which i should have touched on refinancing is different but again don't pay it off for five refinancing and buying another house that's the same do y'all know what re gc i should have said it already refinancing is buying your own house again that's what that means that's all, that's all that is okay so if you pay it off for 10 years you refinance another 30 years that's like buying another house and now you got a 40-year death pledge for your mortgage okay or death march yeah or death march whichever, 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 whichever hey <laughs> Okay. Way, you're gonna die. Yeah. Tell them <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm the one supposed to be talking about people dying. Oh, All right. But um no. That's the paying off the mortgage aggressively if you want to pay it off faster. That's the last thing you do, quote unquote, as far as prioritizing your things in the big category. That that this is technically debt management, but the mortgage is different because it's so it's so big. Okay. Consumer debt. Why you being weird to me? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Consumer debt though, pay that off aggressively. Emergency fund built, pay it off aggressively. Invest in at least fifteen percent. Okay. If you got kids, invest with them. And then like I said, y'all think we be saying you can't do nothing. I told you to go out here and go on vacation and increase, you know, he did say that. I did say he that, did say to, that. You know, it's at the end, yeah. but he did say yeah. that. Just like Jordan said, he'll fix his wife's plate, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, okay. <laughs> I just I'm like, no, I didn't forget because we're about to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Yeah, but I mean, Jesus! I've already said this before. I don't know why I think it's right there. I've already said before. When do you want to pay off the house? I mean, that's 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 the answer to this question. Like, if you want to pay off the house in five years, then do your mortgage divided by five, calculate interest rate, and then I, I see you in five years to pay off home. Yeah, I just don't understand for some of y'all why that answer to that question is not as soon as possible. Like that's that's Ooh. that's what it is for me. But that's you know. I was saying, now we gotta go to hour thirty. Nah, that's, a rant, that's a rant for another day. We already three minutes in. All right. Uh, I'm gonna note that. Why do people not want to pay the house off early? We'll okay. put that. We'll we'll plug that in. Yep. All right. Um, okay. Y'all want me to do it? I'll do it next. I'll do it next. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it next episode. Okay. Um, say. Yeah, I was gonna say. What, wrap it up. Yeah. Yep. No. Hold on. If you oh. watch this video oh, okay, and you have not oh, liked, okay, share, subscribe, okay? We need you to do so right now, all right? Yes. So please, 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 look, I'm, I'm, I got the, the please hands up. Please, <laughs> okay? Run our numbers Hands up. emoji. Yeah, all right, I'll, run, I'll slip it. run the numbers up on YouTube, yeah. okay? We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Anything else I'm getting? No, but say, normally you always forget. It's all good. <laughs> I'm on it this time. I right. appreciate it. Yep, no that's it. Okay. okay. Shameless uh, plug. Oh. So, all right, Corey, where can the people find you at? You can follow me at sideline underscore Corey. That is on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, 
You can follow Jordan at Stop Stalling J. That's S T O P S T A L L I N G J A Y on everything. Business page. Business page is finally fit F or finally fit zero six F I N A L L F I T zero six on IG, YouTube, and Facebook. And then you can subscribe to us on YouTube at Corden in Full Effect. Our email is Corden in two ends back to back. Then F E at gmail.com. On the YouTube channel, we'll have all the information we uh, said in the show notes. Finally, fit.live. How much is a monthly subscription? Monthly subscription is $60, but you get a lot for that $60. You yep. get that working. Yep. Two, okay. two in person workouts a week. Cool. Over, uh, you say it's your stuff. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so, two, <laughs> two virtual workouts on uh, uh, in a week. You also get the weekly challenges. You get a monthly check in with yours truly. That we make goals and make sure you're uh, on track for those milestones to hit those goals. All right. So come check us out. Yep. And if you miss the classes, you get access to the Google Drive. Yes. Okay. All classes are recorded. So you yep. can always run it back. And then Sideline Adventures for yes. me. Please. Sideline Adventures. Where can they find your Sideline Adventures information? Linktree on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know if it's, I don't know if you can do that on TikTok, like make a Linktree. So that's, okay. if it's not there, that's, I don't work for TikTok. Right. Anyways, though, $20 an hour for a meeting, or you can do $50 a month, which will give you a max of four. A one, a one. Oof, I gotta run. Look, saying it. You can get one hour meeting a week. There we go. A, per month. It's worth it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's very, very cheap. <laughs> invest in your future. Yeah. The All monthly right. one is fixed when you buy it. So as long as there's no lapse in payment, you will not have a price increase. However, the weekly one is subject to change. However, I feel like feeling per month. Hey. I never changed it yet, though. I ain't even mad at you, man. I'm gonna say this too. Let me, you know. I'm, you know, I'm helping people. I only got but so many people I'm about to help to have to raise the price. I'm going to be clear. I'm just, I'm right with you. Hey, 2022, I'm certified now. It's a new bag out here. Anyways, we, hey, we, we, but we digress. Okay. Oh my. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, this is how people market themselves, but like, look, if you see that price is double what it is now, you should have got in when, you know, be early. And honestly, I really encourage you guys to talk to Corey. Like, I know we're out here, you know, promoting ourselves, but I will say that's one return on investment I do not agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at where we at. You know what I mean? Just from just from a lifestyle progression standpoint, right? A mindset progression standpoint. It's the value that you get for the money that you would pay to, to set up, you know, to get the ball rolling is, is definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. $50 is egregious. Y'all lucky. Yeah. Y'all lucky I don't need that. You know, I don't I don't need the money. That's why I saw I mean, so you heard him say it, right? Like he's, that means he's genuinely trying to help, right? Yeah, I, he just, he has to charge you something, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've experienced now some of my clients, we're going to end guys. I mean, you can stop, but um, I mean, like, you know, done. But some people, they pay for other things, services, and like, you know, they're a couple months in or whatever. And they're like, this isn't, you know, I'm not going to use this or whatever. I want, you know, I'm okay with helping like five people a year and then people graduate away from me and go somewhere else. Cause I want that long-term sustainability. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make a. I've been thinking about increasing marketing and stuff. I'm not trying to help a whole bunch of people and yeah. have this replace my income. Yeah. Priority-wise, first, <laughs> that second pro- second priority. Okay. <laughs> the first priority is to make sure y'all actually have success with your finances. And again, like I said, which all my clients will attest to, none of them are on the. I, that's what I should do. I should get all my clients. I need some testimonials so y'all can see hey. when, what I say on here is just general information. But when you get a monthly uh, subscription or even an hourly meeting, I will create you a financial plan. The best promotion is to get somebody else to be able to do it for you. you know uh, what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yep, okay. That's it. I mean, you know, we just doing. I mean, no, we, we said we're gonna do advertising. We so no, honestly, we don't hey, care. Right. We don't care. We're supposed to do them at the beginning too. I'll be so yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, do you have anything else? No, sir. All right, go. All right. So remember to save more, say less, and keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one.